Hi, I'm Ivana. And I'm Jay. And you're listening to Friends with Elephants. A show for the cool nerd in you. So, Jay and I just spent quite a bit of time procrastinating. I, it sometimes happens where we're like, let's get this show on the road, and then we sit down... And then we start watching YouTube videos. And then we start watching YouTube videos. And then we start watching our old stuff that we edited from the early 2000s. Yeah, so Jay and I, little known secret, we both love to edit. Um, and Jay, I'm impressed at your movie collection of things that you made back in the 2000s. You know, uh, my, <laughs> my <laughs> early days of editing video from skateboard riding to in a... McDonald's eating French fries. <laughs> to <laughs> burning the... a poster of Vin Diesel. Yeah, to burning a poster of Vin Diesel. These were all things that weren't just passing the time. They were necessities. I had to do them. I and agree. I know the same with you. And so, every single every single thing you used to edit was to like some TGIF <laughs> theme song. I still do that. Blake and I recently um we're still dating but now we're dating as a married couple and um we had a, a web series that we created called wedded to fun and i used a very kind of tgif-esque song for that as well you sure did i mean i literally stepped out of the room and all of a sudden it was like step by step yeah. Day by day, and I'm like, what is happening in there? I routinely rock out on my own time to the theme songs of television you shows do from not. the 90s. I do. What? I love it. What's your favorite? Um, Perfect Strangers. Give us a little. I can't know. Sing. No. They want you to sing. No, they. nobody wants me to sing. I do. No one in the world wants me to sing. Come on. Trust me, Blake has heard me sing, and he says... No one in the world wants you to sing. You've got to. They want this. This is this is why we do this for the people in our fan base here. Your computer's on mute. Of course it is. Perfect. Nothing to rearrange. Get a feeling that I need some kind of change. No matter what. Oh, this time, nothing's gonna stand in my way. Okay, that's enough. No, keep going. Nerd battle. Go. Nerd battle. <gasps> Standing tall. tall. The waves of my hands. Is it bad that I don't know the words? It is terrible that you don't know the words. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd battle this week. We're getting it dark again. We're going dark. We're going so dark, we're going slasher on ya. Freddy versus... Michael Myers. Obviously, Freddy is the scarier and way more awesome monster. No chance. Michael Myers was actually a serial killer. He killed his sister. He was creepy. He didn't speak. Freddy became a comic book character of himself. Eventually. Let's go with originals for this battle. Like, I, I think, like, when he becomes, like, a funny spoof on himself, that's not really the Freddy that we're talking about. We're talking about 
the original Nightmare on Elm Street Freddy. That's fair. He was... Uh, and I'm not going to say that Freddy isn't scary. The original Nightmare on Elm Street not only holds up today, this is God. Freddy's very scary. However, you don't get a single peep out of Michael Myers in the original Halloween, and you are so afraid for Laurie Strode that they couldn't stop at the end. They did not kill him. You saw he was, he got up and nobody knew where he was. That level of paranoia in a suburb had never been seen before, and that is why Halloween and Michael Myers still to this day is the better slasher flick. It's the better killer. See, I don't know. I feel like the fact, like, one of the more iconic scenes ever created is, you know when um, that girl is being dragged across the ceiling? Yes. That is insanely terrifying. And the idea is everyone has to sleep. You cannot stay awake. And Michael Myers, no, sorry, Freddy will get you while you're sleeping. Michael Myers doesn't need to wait till you go to sleep. He is going to put a kitchen knife through you, stare at you, eerily and cock his head like a dog he will never stop but that's the thing is that like if i don't live in his town then he can't kill me but freddy can be anywhere he only really goes back to elm street let's not say he's <laughs> anywhere i i understand where you're going but M michael myers is an escaped patient that happens there are still stories in the news where it's like there is a uh, there is a patient who has escaped from such and such. Please be on the lookout. Now, if that patient that had escaped was in fact like a Michael Myers, that is so realistic. And every frame of Halloween gives you this sense of dread. John Carpenter masterfully framed every scene so something could happen. And when you're watching that, even when Michael Myers isn't in the shot, you are afraid that he could be. I don't know. I think just even just looking at the face and the claws of Freddy, though, as a monster and as someone to, like, if I saw the two of them, my immediate fear gut reaction would be much more startled at the Freddy versus the Michael Myers. Because of the burns. The burns and the claws and the whole skin-tight outfit. Like, everything is just terrifying. So you don't think if a hulking man with a white mask was staring at you with a kitchen knife, they're you would terrified? They're both terrifying. But if they're both standing and coming at me, I think I might be more terrified at the agile, fast like, clawed creature over the big hulking man. Let's just put this nerve battle to rest. Freddy is a fantasy. Michael Myers made a situation that is not a scary one, babysitting, so scary. Because babysitters were getting picked off. And that's such a mundane thing, especially in the 70s, where you left your children with a babysitter and thought everything was fine, and now this monster is coming to get the babysitter? Terrifying! Let's be honest, our entire lives since we've been in existence, babysitting was always kind of a scary proposition. You had that whole thing, that call is coming from the house, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think that we can definitively say that it wasn't scary prior to Michael Myers. I think it's maybe always been scary. Urban legends, the whole nine yards. You know what? I'm going to give you that point. I'm not conceding, but I'm going to give you that point because 
it it you're right. I guess it is giving someone responsibility of a child and teenagers having this large responsibility. It is a little bit of a scary situation for them. And to up the ante with Michael Myers to make it that much scarier, that's why Michael Myers wins. You know, I have to say, I I think you really won this battle. I don't know. Let's leave it to the audience to decide. What do you think? Is Michael Myers scarier than Freddy Krueger? Let you us know. You know what it is? It's the realistic factor. When you said it earlier, fantasy versus real serial killer, does anyone agree with my original assertion? Let me know. So in the news this week, I read a great article uh, that an ex-NASA engineer wants to use drones to plant and water a billion trees. And a just, year. A year. A year. I just thought this was such a very cool idea. So CEO Lauren Fletcher, former NASA engineer, uh, is shooting quite literally a billion trees a year. They're working with drone experts at Vulcan UAV who don't build like, you know, dainty little flying machines that let you spy on your neighbors. They build big muscle machines that deliver like payloads that can carry this water and plant and water all of these trees. And what a great idea. Now, drones, of course, are a, a little bit controversial in other parts of the world. Well, in all parts of the world. I mean, we utilize them for war mostly. Absolutely. You know, we're spying on people to find out where, uh, where bases are so that we can send missiles that way. Um, and people are afraid in parts of the world. I, I don't think people are afraid in North America, but they are certainly afraid in the Middle East yeah. uh, that something horrible could happen if a drone is nearby. So I, 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 I kind of like this idea of using something that is potentially scary to help the planet. I love it. I love it because it reminds me of the world of superheroes. Explain. You need to explain that a little more. It's like Peter Parker's uncle said, with great power comes great responsibility. And I feel like our world, we come to these great technological leaps and they're just being harnessed by people to do horrible things. And here's an example of showing the world that it's okay that we're advancing with technology. We're going to be good about it. We're going to use it for good. I... I agree. I think we get a lot of stories that are like, oh my gosh, we're losing communication. Oh my gosh, that that is just going to hinder the next generation. Oh, another thing to add to my smartphone. But this, this is giving back to not only the community, but could give back to the world. Yeah. We could build more forests again and build them rapidly. And, and let's be honest, we need our forests. If we start planting trees now, perhaps there could be different and, aspects of it. And perhaps we can kind of create a situation where as much as we take trees, we give back to trees. And I, I love it. Then it can just be a full circle. And, and I think we need to have more of this. Find ways to take technologies that people are afraid of and use them in a way that can help make our world a better place. It is time for Mary Do Ditch TV Nerd Edition. Yep. That means we're going back to the vaults of TV time to find the biggest geeks. And I've got three for you. Shoot. 
Let's start with uh, the biggest geek of all time, Steve Urkel from Family Matters. But not Stephen Urkel? Not Stefan Urkel. Oh yeah, Stefan. No. I mean, if you married him, I guess every once in a while you would get Stefan. Two, Sheldon Cooper from The Big Bang Theory. Mm -hmm. Had to have him in here. You couldn't not. And uh, Cisco from The Flash TV series that's on now. I'm obviously going to marry Cisco. Why? He's just so cool. I only worry that he's a bit short, but I'm going to try to look over that. He uh, he always has the fun stuff he's that happens. He's fun, and he engineers he is, cool things. He is definitely a geek. Yeah, he's definitely a geek. So, I will say this. I would want him to cut his hair. Aww. I know. I would try to change him. You're already changing him. What about Sheldon and Urkel? I, no, Urkel. I'm ditching Urkel. Okay, he's, all right too geeky because of the way I just don't like his posture. It's just not sexy. It is the opposite of sexy. Okay. Also, I'm very curious what sex with Sheldon would be like. Oh. And then I would steal his V card. Right? You would? Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. So. But I'm not marrying him because that is not easy. And again, he is very tall. And you like that. He's very tall. Yeah. Um, I'm going to uh, do Cisco. Oh. You know, he's got some Latin flavor there. I think he can bring the heat. Is that his background? I believe it is. And I'm marrying Urkel. Unpopular opinion, yes. My eyes bulged out of my head. You couldn't hear that, but they, I had no words. My eyes bulged out of my head. I'm going to tell you why. Because Urkel still has a heart of gold. And I think because he... And Sheldon doesn't. He offers warm beverages. That would be too hard. Anything with him would be too <laughs> difficult. I can't deal with that kind of stress. I'm kicking him to the curb. Sorry, Sheldon. Fair so enough. So who do you got for me? All right, well... Along similar lines, I have Amy Farrah Fowler from Big Bang. Yes, Blossom. No, no. Amy Farrah Fowler. No, no, I know, but I still see her as Blossom. But she's not. I don't, like, don't, that's not the character I'm choosing for I understand, okay. Okay. Uh, Violet Bickerstaff, I had to look her name up, that's Tori Spelling's geeky character from Saved by the Bell. Oh, Screech's Girl, okay, Screech's Girl, that's it. And finally, Penelope Garcia from Criminal Minds. Oh, this is so easy. Marrying Penelope Garcia, crim, uh, Criminal Minds. She is so cool. She is the best. She's the heart of that entire show. Well, her and that the genius guy, dude. Both no, see, he's too Sheldony. I, I would no. I love him. He's so but sexy. Penelope Garcia. The way she she's on the calls and... The way she has to look at animal images because I, she doesn't like death. I love Ugh. it. Now, to bang, this is a tough one. Um, but in the end, I am going with Violet Bickerstaff from Saved by the Bell. What? I think... I, I think that Amy Farrah Fowler just doesn't have anything going on that... Personally, personality-wise, she's too much like Sheldon. And I ditch Sheldon, I ditch Amy Farrah Fowler. So who do you do? I'm actually, I don't think I've ever been so torn. I'm, I'm first of all, the one person that I'm getting rid of, Violet. She's gone. She's gone. Okay. Uh, she annoyed me, and she just, yeah, I, she's the least of, like, intriguing of the three. And now as for who to marry versus who to do, I'm, I'm, 
I feel like in some ways I think I'm gonna marry Air Amy Fair Fowler. But why would you do that? She's so patient. I could do anything and she would be patient through it. Also, she's very, very sexual. She does want to have sex a lot. A lot. Yeah. And and she's willing to put up with Sheldon, so like Think of all the things you could get away. I could be like the worst significant other, and she would be like, "I'm and cool I, with it." And I guess you'd still get to hang out with Kaylee Coco from time to time. That might be neat. Yeah, and and I will say the Penelope Garcia. I was really, I'm torn, and I'm kind of sad to say I'm not marrying her, but I'm. I think that she is going to be my do because she is spunky, and who wouldn't want to do her? Who wouldn't want to? She is, spunky. and she's so cute. New segment, we asked you to watch the new Jurassic World movie. Uh, movie trailer for a new session we're calling Trailer Trash. Trailer Trash. And this could either be we loved a trailer or we didn't like a trailer. And in my case, Jurassic World looks bad. Really bad. I have never seen a trailer that has showcased so much bad CGI ever. I feel like I have, but the problem with this one was we go from the original Jurassic Park that utilized CGI and animatronics and created this world that just looked so real. I mean, it still holds up. It There's holds TV. up. The Tyrannosaur holds up. Everything about that movie holds up. Like it was on TV not that long ago, and so and I was flipping channels and I and I came upon it. So obviously I watched it. Um, Can't not. And I was like shocked because this movie when was this one made it was like the 90s or something oh it was like 94 yeah 94 and like everything still looks good to this day that's unheard of versus like these the worst part of the whole trailer is this one part where like it goes to that big tyrannosaurus thing and like it's blinking and it's eye just looks so unrealistic and i mean nowadays you can make good eyes with cgi and Let's go back to that very first Jurassic Park trailer. We didn't get a, a glimpse of an entire dinosaur. The most, the all. biggest we got was the shadow. A shadow. That was the biggest. Yeah, you're right. That was the biggest we got. Yeah. We got a foot. Yeah. We got a claw. A nose and a nostril. A nose. That is all we really got. There wasn't a wide shot of. Oh, so there many was that dinosaurs. one little hug of the um, the triceratops, but you could only see like some scales. You saw like some it wasn't. Scales. You didn't even know what dinosaur he was cuddling. So fast forward to 2015, we get Jurassic World that shows us every dinosaur in the entire park right away, and what the kind big of evil model, and and I feel like the heart of Jurassic Park. So like the heart of Jurassic Park, it's morality detail that tells us to be careful about what we do with science because we should be not just be playing God every two seconds for profit. We have to put some thought into what we do with There her. is no thought in this trailer. This is a big, dumb dinosaur movie that's going to rake in a yeah, ton like of money. Yeah, like it's a monster in the house movie. That's all it is. And that is all it is. And, it, and I understand Jurassic World doesn't need a lot to reel in people. People love Jurassic Park. They like the Lost World and they tolerated three. So to come back to this, people are going to line up and pay the money. But people... Remember Indiana Jones. Remember Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. They have done this before, tried to bring something back years later, 
and it falls apart. And I just feel from this trailer, well, it, it's gonna happen again. It's gonna be bad. I just, uh, we were originally planning on having a nerd battle because I had seen the teaser trailer and didn't see the full trailer. And Jay was like, it's awful. I'm like, what are you talking about? It looks great. And then it turns out that he was right. And, um, but I think the worst part of the, about this whole trailer is the amount of times they beat you over the head with lessons. This is a, a smart dinosaur. They're communicating with one another. He kills for pleasure. This is a really smart dinosaur. Highly intelligent. Highly intelligent creature. Not to mention, I love Chris Pratt. You love Chris Pratt. Yeah. We love Chris Pratt. But his whole thing about the raptors and you gotta respect them. That's that was so dumb. Come on, man. And then they looked ridiculous. They and then don't he's all look like, right. Eh. I, it's, yeah, not cool. It is going to be a big, dumb dinosaur movie. It's going to make a ton of cash, but I don't think it's going to be good. And I may boycott this film. I don't think I'll boycott it, but I don't know if I want to pay for it in theaters. It's just not at the top of my 2C this summer. If you get um, pre-screen tickets for free, then we should go. Then I'll go with the radio station. Right. But what is a, that's actually a good question. Before we move on, what is on, top, on the top of your summer list? What do you have to see this summer? For me... Have to see Ant-Man. Tomorrowland. I think that's my number one this summer. Tomorrowland I have to see. And I'm kind of really digging this idea of Minions. I don't think I've heard of Minions. Minions is the new Despicable Me animated movie with all the Minions. <gasps> yes, you have to get on this trailer, Ivana. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I know, and it's all about their origin and how they've always gone after these crazy dictator villains. I love it. Oh my god, do you want to know what else I would really want to watch this summer? I think it comes out this summer. It's the new Disney film, Descendants. The one about like the the children of the princesses and princes and evil villains and that kind of thing. It's gonna be like high school musical, but Disneyfied. I have no idea what you're talking about. We're gonna put some more trailers links. We're just gonna have trailer, trailer, trailer in the trailer trash section. <laughs> no, yes, I like this. Well, I want to know what you think. It, what what's the number one movie on your summer? to watch list. Let us know and uh, we'll do a trailer trash segment we'll on it. we'll do a trailer trash segment for it. Woo! Alright, welcome to the Advice Corner. Before we get started, I did just watch that Descendants trailer. How cute. It's pretty cute. It's a Disney Channel original movie though. Meant for 12 year olds. It is coming out this summer, so I guess technically it can be at the top of your list. Well, no, I think Tomorrowland, but it's high up there. Okay, it was it was pretty cool, and if you ever saw High School Musical and you like that sort of thing, you're going to like this. I love me some inappropriately made-for-children programming. Let's get into this inappropriate subject, which I think is kind of funny. I love this post. Okay, so... Reddit uh, Advice Corner. Yes, Sponsored by Reddit, if they sponsored us. <laughs> they didn't, but we troll Reddit for our advice. That's right. So, Tycoon Wannabe, he put a post up that said, Today I realized I'm good looking, 
so how do I take advantage of that? Which made me laugh out loud because I think that's hilarious. Yes, you, anybody who has a little bit of looks, they can actually take advantage of that. Let's be honest. The world opens its doors for the... Pretty people? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. They, they bit. should also be nice, though. Those, the, those doors then flood open. Well, we, we'll get there. Yeah, so okay. I, I just want to read what he said. So I'm a 20-year-old guy. My whole life I've been kind of quiet around people and never really approached women properly. The ones I did approach showed me through signals and very politely that they didn't want anything to do with me. I completely understood and left them alone. Today at university... A friend of mine asked me why I don't have a girlfriend since all the girls are always checking me out, smiling, acting like, you know, girly. I thought, dude, that's nonsense. If that's true, I wouldn't notice by now. So I was told to stop being naive and to really start looking at those signals. Turns out I am receiving flirty looks um, in a lot of places. And those are not polite smiles or friendly smiles. They're as flirty as you can imagine. Now, I I guess I play the mysterious kind of guy because of how little attention I give the girls. How do I start things with these girls? I have no idea. When I open my mouth, every flirty vibe disappears. I can approach, but how can I not end up as a like a boring dude or just a friend? This is like the cutest post ever. It's I love it. So adorable. Okay, we have advice for you, my friend. We sure do. First of all, um, I think that you don't have to worry too much about being a boring dude or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, because mostly what people want at f from your approach is a slice of who you really are. And if you have friends, I assume you're pretty awesome to start with. That's a good point. Yeah, being yourself and just being friendly is... Uh... Always the greatest approach with any woman. You know, you can keep it brief and uh, friendly and just say what you want to say and move on. There's no real rules on how to approach somebody. Uh, I'm, I'll never forget, and I'm not saying that I'm a good-looking guy like you are, buddy, but I, I will say when I I disagree. Was... I think that you're good-looking. Well, thank you very much, Ivana. But when I was in high school... I didn't get very many glances until I was a little bit older. And I'll, I'll never forget just wanting to be honest with people. And I walked up to this girl. I'll, I still remember her name. Her name was Nicole. And I said, Nicole, I don't know what it is, but I think we should be friends. And you know what? We still are. Facebook friends now, but <laughs> she moved away. But... Yeah, we were friends through high school, and that was pretty awesome. I think being friendly and just saying it like it is, is the way to go. Uh, you don't need to be flirty right off the bat, especially if you got the mysterious vibe going for you, buddy. You don't need to play that flirty guy. That is very, very true. I mean, even though I have always been... Do you remember that show, The O.C.? Yes. There, he's the the dude from Gotham, the um, Commissioner oh, Gordon. Oh, Ryan, yeah. Ryan from the, the Ryan OC. from the OC. Benjamin he, something. Right, Benjamin something Benjamin played the something. the mis, the mysterious guy, and he was never really flirty. And then there was the opposite. There was the class clown guy that was Seth from the show. 
And he got girls because he was flirty. And exactly. Was... And so I think you go with whatever is more natural. So if you're mysterious, go with that mysterious card. I think the best advice that I could probably give in terms of approaching girls, like what to do next, is legitimately try to connect with them. Find some sort of thing that you guys can share, whether that is the love of a movie or a TV show or a comic book. So like just try to find something that you guys have in common and just go with that. Uh, I think the common ground thing is always the best place when you're meeting someone new because that is the foundation that, okay, well, we're the same because we share something in common. That's a good point. Don't get too cocky about your looks. Uh, that's what made me laugh when you said, how can I take advantage of it? Um, but just genuinely go out and have fun and be honest in who you are uh, and see what you like about this whole world of dating. It's really exciting that you get to experience this now, yeah. man. And it sounds to me like you're already the kind of guy that if once you start talking, you're she's no longer interested, that you would be very respectful and say, okay, well, great, thanks, it was nice chatting, and see you later. So keep doing that. Dude, you are already ahead of the game. So... We were just chatting about which movie we should be seeing for our next sort of movie segment. And we were thinking about summer movies, and this summer at a sci-fi we got Sharknado 3 coming out. So why not do Sharknado 2 as a precursor? And maybe it'll be our first movie that we do not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we'll somehow decide to like it. I don't know. I kind of like bad movies sometimes. Yep. Sometimes they're a lot of fun. And sometimes they are... The opposite. <laughs> well, this could be this could be either. So check it out. It's on Netflix, or you can rent it wherever you rent movies. But that's it. That's yeah, it for today. Yeah, watch this. it with us, and if you send us your comments, we will read them we during the podcast. We will read them. So let me tell you how to get in touch with us. Uh, you can always go to friendselephants.com. Or Facebook slash Friends Elephants. Yeah, you can email us at friendswithelephants at mail.com. Or you can catch me on Twitter. I'm at Savannah. And I'm at Jester J. And that's it for today, folks. Uh, please take some time, rate us on iTunes or SoundCloud or however you're listening to us. Please give us some feedback. We would love to hear from you. Did you like Trailer Trash? Did you prefer movie time? I don't know. We've kind of mixed up the way we're doing it, so Mary New Ditch falls in the middle. What do you think of that? And do you like hearing a little bit more about our lives? Because we're sort of talking about that at the beginning of each podcast. Yeah. Is it a TMI territory? It could be TMI. Maybe Who cares you don't about you two? I want to hear nerdy things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right. clearly my, my we're legs. getting cabin fever in oh, here. Oh, it's so hot. Let's get out of this fort. Freedom! Freedom!